flow. From yours truly, from Law Nation Studios, let's continue to grind to shine. We got to analyze this. Appreciate everybody that's jumping in. Shout out to y'all. Salute to Pookie and Ray Ray. Let's get it. Shout out to the subscribers. Be sure to join the notification squad. Squad up. The Cowboys, 6-3. and three. Not 3-6. and six. Come on. It's the room fill up. Sharing is caring. Life like this, I wish. Raindrops will fall. Come on. Ain't no party like a cowboy party, yeah. Come on. Better days, better days. Got me thinking about better days, huh? Let's get it. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. The name is Law Nations. Without hesitations nor deviations to the matter, shout out to you guys for holding it down with me. When we high, we high. When we low, we low. But when we in between, I appreciate you guys so much, Cowboy Nation. So as I went to sleep in my slumberness, you know, I woke up. With sleep in the eye, right? Washed my face. Looked over to my phone. Said, nah, I ain't going to open my phone up right now. You know, brush the teeth. Make sure the beard was straight. And then I pulled up my phone. And when I pulled up my phone, I literally saw this dude right here. We answered. I talked stuff. I thought we had it. But it goes to show you who's the better team. And I'm sticking Cowboys. <laughs> You're crying. I'm hurt. <laughs> I love my Eagles. I don't believe it. You gonna flap the hat one more time? One more time for me. Let's go birds fly, Eagles fly. Still Super Bowl champions. <laughs> You know, so come on aboard to the L train. <laughs> and and we don't got room to laugh, but baby, when sometimes you're down, you just got to look over and look to your left and look to your right. And you see somebody else down and now they get a taste of our Madison, especially from what I'm hearing that people hitting me up. I'm minding my own business now. They hitting me up and they talking about the aficionados so we can now the eagles fans and and the cowboys fans can have something that we can all agree on right 
We familiar with the laws and we familiar with the aficionados. That's one thing we can all agree on. Those officials, baby. So now they oppose other officials. Now they're saying that the officials, because before then, before then, hey, it's just the cowboys crying about the officials. So now the role is reversed. The the Eagles fans are crying about the uh, doggone aficionados. And I said last game, the Cowboys. I ain't finna blame the officials, right? So it was hard for me not to even talk about that. But shout out to Jimmy Johnson. You know, he was talking about these things too, about, hey, the NFC is wide open, right? And I'm not cheerleading. I'm not cheerleading about my team because we got a lot of things that we have to improve on. We have a lot of things that we have to work on. We have a lot of things that we got to get better at. And the same thing that uh, Jimmy Johnson said about the Eagles and how teams were going to figure them out down the stretch and you don't want to peak too soon, the same thing can be said about my Cowboys when we played against the Green Bay Packers. Clearly, he said the Cowboys should have won that game by 10 points. And if you look back at the game, the Cowboys versus the Green Bay Packers, I promise you my bottom dollar, I promise you, if Jimmy Johnson coaching that team, we win by 10 or more. Or more. But we held the L this past weekend, and we got a difficult task ahead of us with Kirk Cousins. We do. Uh, it hurts so good. Calvin, appreciate you so much for jumping in. Law, how important. Look, let me tell you something, man. Let me let me pull this up right quick. This is Coach Marv, man. He says, I had to do my own sound effect. You know. <laughs> Y'all see that? Own sound effects, man. I don't have a producer over here. I had to do my own sound effects. He says, Law, how important is time of possession? It's like water. Right. It's, it's, it's like water. You need water. You can't survive without water. You can't survive without time of possession. And uh, Coach Marv hit me up. I checked my messages this morning and he hit me up and said the way the Washington won that game is because of T.O.P. Of course, turnovers take a major role. You got to have your guys to make plays and more things can happen to you when you pass the ball. Right. And when you char in at the ball, you got to get, try to get it out. So time of possession is very pivotal, right? And Coach Marv is right. You win that battle. You got to – when you're in a fight, you got to figure out ways to win, right? And one of the things that you can't try to sit back and look at after it's done is the missed opportunities. I heard Jerry Jones this morning uh, trying to explain – the loss or what have you. And now he's looking at the opportunity that, man, we can't miss out on this. Newsflash. That's why I was angry. Because when you play a team that from A to Z that you know for sure that you are better than, you got the better wide receiver, you got the better offensive line, you got the better. Of course, they may had may they may had a better running attack, but your guys were just 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 as equal, right? And you got the better quarterback. I know everybody going to talk about Aaron Rodgers, et cetera. But you got to play to your team's strength, not take away from your team's strength, and then mix things together. You just got to play your best game at any game because you never know when the small things can come back to hunt you. Let me repeat. The small things can come back to hunt you. 
An, a, a, a turnover in the end zone, red zone, can come back to hunt you in the last latter parts of the quarter. You can't give up money, right? So equally, you have issues with the quarterback. Equally, you have issues with the wide receivers. For those who are out there saying that, hey, it's the wide receivers and the tight end fault, bull sugar. They don't get the interception as a stat line for them. It goes to the quarterback. Heavy is the crown. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. You can't have turnovers. You got to have it in your mindset. When I'm close to it, I got to hit it. Yeah, I got to score it in. So this is objective analysis, me talking to you guys. But when you point the finger for the blame, you got three pointing back at you. Dan Quinn, he's not unscathed with this situation. The Cowboys, by the way, need to figure out on how to stop the run. I think I tweeted this out. Y'all bear with me. That's me right there. I look good, don't I? Appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all. Let me see. At least try to do. Try to look good. You know. (laughs) Here I go. Here I go. Right here. Yeah. Um, Dan Quinn on his frustrations of not fixing the run defense. We have the right crew to do it. We have the right crew to do it. That's his explanation of it. This is Dan Quinn. And my thoughts was this right here. That is something you fixed during the off season. And I wanted to add in because Twitter, you only have so many characters that you can put out there, but I wanted to add in on top of that. Something that you do during the off season or free agency, early in the free agency, or via trade. The Cowboys got the same defensive starters, technically, planned since the 49ers loss, right, of the playoff game, or last year, basically. Then I put the quote of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. I think that with Dan Quinn, and, and hear me out, Put the butter knife down. Y'all know I don't like this Cowboys team. You can put it in big, bold ladders. Law don't like this Cowboys team. I don't. I love this team. I'm passionate. I love this team. I'm passionate. I'm going to say it three times so it can get into your mind. I love this team. I'm passionate. So when I'm speaking to you guys, I'm coming from an analytical side. I'm coming from a fan passionate side. And I'm coming from you to a content creator side. So there's a lot of laws into this. But when you got this type of situation and you're trying to stop the run and you seemingly can't stop the run, it's because of the personnel. We play three safeties more than anybody in the National Football League. There will be a cause and effect. There will be things that you do when you consistently line up three safeties on the field to stop the run. Technically, they are not, they are not big enough or strong enough to shoot through gaps or to get off of their blocks, shed, disengage, scrape. Whether it be a J. Ron Curse, whether it be a Leighton Vanderesh, those guys may be good at spurts, but collectively speaking, Cowboy Nation, size matter. If you think I'm lying, ask the ladies. Here's the thing, Cowboy Nation. The Dallas Cowboys, with the personnel that they got out of Leighton Vanderesh, 
He will always be that type of guy. He's not a consistent double-digit sack. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not that. I apologize. Consistent double-digit tackling guy. He's not. He's not a guy that can get to the flat real quickly to to wall off or shield off the runner that's getting to the edge. He's not. He's late, but he's there to the party. If anybody understand it, some some of you guys got friends, buddies like that, that they always come to the party, but they always late. You can book it. You can be like, hey, man, he coming. Yeah, yeah he coming. He's going to be a little late, though. You know, that's just him. He, gonna, he, he got a perfect attendance. <laughs> but he will be there. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, but you got to understand your personnel. And unfortunately, under the Cowboys' watch, under the Cowboys' watch, that is what it is. What that is what it is on stopping the run. Now, on our defensive front, the Cowboys try to do a little bit with this and that. Jonathan Hankins, I think that he marginally increased that particular spot on his team. I think that Big Bo, the way they scheme in him, twist on. No, I want my big boys not to get cute. I want him to occupy space. When you twist on. When you move your defensive front around, meaning that you really got your reservations on him, right? <laughs> the wolf hugger. Oh, my goodness, man. That's a good name, Dre Maddock. <laughs> you know, so <clears throat> when they say uh, uh, stop the cap, you know how they say stop the cap? Let me, let me, pull, that, let me pull up that drop right quick while I uh, get things going. When they say stop the cap, y'all, y'all know what that really means? Like, this is what it is when when people say, "Stop the cap!" <laughs> Stop the cap! It missed the nasty time. Let me talk to y'all about that. What really a cap supposed to do? A cap, when placed on a bottle, it keeps the fluid or whatever inside the bottle. Inside, right? Technically speaking, right? So the salary cap, when it's placed on top of the bottle, right, is supposed to say to all 32 teams that this is the amount, the max amount of fluid that you can have, right? And give you another example. LVE's cap is what we see, Right? He's not going to give you anything that's going to pour out beyond what's inside. And that just may be what he is. And the aspect of this defense of allowing the type of runs that they get is, is primarily due because of the type of style of players in the scheme that the Cowboys rush. They are built to stop the pass, ladies and gentlemen. They're not built to stop the run because of the philosophy in the scheme on top of the personnel that they got in order for them to be better on stopping the run, they got to cut away some things. And those things are letting Sam Williams play more snaps. We can see when he's out there, he's, he's, he's fast. He's physical. He greets he got the right proper mentality. He got all of those things. 
And you have to say to LVE, we like you. We, we like what you bring to the table. It looks good on the resume that we drafted you in the first round and you stuck around for these amount of years. It looks good. But to properly play LVE is to look in the mirror and say, hey, we're going to have to move away from political football and get you up out of that mic. Hook to flats is too much for you to do. We like your skill set since they don't want to let him go. And we move him to the uh, outside linebacker role. Hmm. Put more speed. Damone Clark ripped the Band-Aid off. Put him out there to be your Mike linebacker. Let him go through the growing pains now. Let him get through all of the hiccups now. And by playoff times, I'm th- I know I'm talking playoffs. He'll be ready. You got most of that growing pain stuff out the way. And your team will respond and be faster. And you got to get, I wish Devin Harper was ready, but, uh, you know, that Achilles bruise, he's going to be on IR for a minute. <clears throat> you got to say to yourself, J. Ron Curse, we picked you up as a safety. We don't need you down inside. Only on occasions. We got Jabril Cox with that. I think, can somebody put the measurables down as far as, and Jabril Cox, please don't put them down inside as the mic. <laughs> you know, can y'all, do y'all have the measurables for uh, Jabril Cox versus, versus J. Ron Curse? Like, can y'all, can y'all put his weight, size, height, and all of that side by side <laughs> and 40 times if y'all have that, you know? But I think they probably be about the same size, believe it or not. If I'm if I'm a betting man, um, that that will be where Parsons will be at. You will roll out the program LVE, Demon Clark and Parsons, right? And then have Jabril as that other guy come in. Okay, uh, Cox is six three two thirty four, and what is? I don't think J Run Curse is two thirty something though. I could be wrong. He could be slightly two twenty. But we need size, right? And we need to figure out where to put Parsons at, too, because I left him out of the equation, only thinking about linebacker, linebacker. But Parsons, can he play Mike? I think he'll be more disruptive or destructive, uh, the de- destructions of uh, the teams if you still move him around everywhere. Curse is like 6'4", 205. Good, because, yeah, he, he kind of lanky, man, and he get washed up inside. Size and size. And Curse, I love you, man. You my dog, man. You my dog. <laughs> you know? But being 6'4", 212, two, and he, he, with pass and everything, he may be intimidating, but, but you kind of like, man, when they're running at you, man. <laughs> That's why. That's why. Cause and effect, right? Size matter. Let's... Uh, <sighs> let's listen to Jerry Jones on the, on the mishaps right Well, I'm uh, still... Uh... Uh, it's, it's time to move on, but that was a tough loss up there the other night. And uh, uh, when you saw a, a game like we all saw last night between Washington and Philadelphia, you realize how important each of these games are, each of these opportunities are. And uh, that was a missed opportunity. We uh, uh, overall uh, uh, will uh, have to overcome, really, uh, in a lot of different ways, whether it's our 
uh, one loss or whether it's, uh, uh, frankly, our ability to uh, uh, build. But uh, I think Coach said it best after the game. He said uh, this is such a uh, hard thing uh, to have played and to end up on this end of the score. Uh, we've got to build on it. We've got to make something good out of this and be a better team for it. Now, that's Jerry Jones' thoughts of it. Emotions run high. You guys got a chance to see me raw in emotion, right? Showing emotions. Y'all let me know I'm human. You know, I stump my toe on the end of a coffee table. I'm cussing. Y'all know that, right? I ain't finna be saying God bless you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not religious, by the way. I'm spiritual. Those are two different things for those who are out there who hit me up. You know, say, law, you know, I thought you were religious. No, I'm spiritual. Two different things. You know, religion is a system of control, and I don't want to get counseled over here. And I'm not finna go into details that aspect of it so that's why y'all come here for real authentic stuff not none, nothing just cookie cutter that everybody the same i flex my independency the other day because if i work for the four ladder the three ladder network law be over here talking about can i act can i go get a job somewhere <laughs> you know, you know, I'd have been over here. They'd be like, ESPN would have got rid of me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, at this point, at this point, the Dallas Cowboys, when we look at everything, when we think about everything down the line, how this team should operate and how this team should play, if you prepare yourself and remove coaching staff, the emotions out of it, you win that game. But when you look for style points, when you try to do the layup with your eyes closed, the 360 windmill dunk, when all you got to do is slam it in, you know, when you try to shoot the three to embarrass the opposition, it come back to haunt you, right? I had a cousin, may he rest in peace, who's a big dude, man, like 6'5", six, six you know, 6'5", 3'10". 320 and he was big boy man I call him call him Lindell and we would play basketball pick up basketball and he can shoot he can shoot your eyes out right he can low post and everything but he couldn't dunk he couldn't dunk worth yeah he was a big boy nobody talked about him that he couldn't yam it being six four six five or what have you but then you know his rebuttal when a dunk worth three points, that's when I would do it, right? Big old boy, just big wobbly, you know. He'll shoot them Jays, boy. He'll shoot, he'll shoot you out of the building. So it, it sometimes, sometimes, style points are not what you need. Just win the game. I'm quite sure. Last night game, Washington versus the Eagles. They had the ball to bounce their way a few times, right? I'm quite sure nobody in Washington camp. Talking about, yeah, man, we clean this up. If we would have did that better, right? If we didn't do that better, or we did this better, we would have won by by multiple multiple more touchdowns, right? <laughs> no, they just happy that they won, <laughs> and the morale and the momentum is now the high morale. The, the momentum is on their side, and the Eagles fans they like, hey, there's only one man. We'd be all right, man. You know, we needed this loss, right? We needed this. We needed to lose. But before the game, nobody said, hey, man, I think that the Eagles, if you're from the Eagles camp, we need to lose. So losing also is a good Madison. It's a good reality check, too. It presents your flaws on where you need to improve at. 
And one thing that we definitely need to prove it back to the Cowboys, when I say we, by the way, Cowboys, is what Coach Marv said, T-O-P. You win that battle. You won the last game, right? Time of possession. Run the ball. Sometimes throwing the ball 46 times. It's not the answer, right? There are more things that can happen to you when you throw the ball. Better things in your favor can happen to you when you run the ball, especially when you have the lead. And that's a real challenge for everybody. Yeah, Jerry, does last night's game make you feel a little bit better about, I mean, you know how hard it is to win week to week in the NFL. Does last night's game make your game a little bit easier to swallow? Well, it it does. uh, I don't know that it does that, but it just reminds me again, uh, which I don't need reminded, just how uh, uh, even this thing is, just how – I'm not going to say hard one more time, but, but, but hold, on, hold on. Let me let me uh, answer my guy Choctaw because he, he's presenting facts out there, and this shouldn't be a Sean Payton versus um, Mike McCarthy. You know, two different styles and caliber of coaches, right? And Sean Payton already came out by two, three weeks ago. If he's going to coach for the Cowboys, he going he's going to need Jimmy Jimmy Johnson's type of contract. And if you guys think I'm lying. Look up the 1989 through, I believe, 1993 or 94 Jimmy Johnson contract. Right, right? 93, right? Look up, look up those contracts. Look at how it was written that he was basically the general manager. And if I know anything about the Jones family, they are not going to relinquish their control. You heard of the invisible hand? It's real, Cowboy Nation. You heard of the Illuminati? I'm not going to go that far. <laughs> but the invisible hand is real. Shout out to all my econ majors that understand that. Sean Payton blew games too many times. And this is why I got to highlight what my guy Choctaw Montana is saying. There was a playoff game. You guys remember the Saints in that playoff game, and they talking about the whole pass interference it should have been pass interference, but they didn't call pass interference and things like that. The Saints had no business throwing that ball anyhow, right? They should have ran the ball. The Saints got pass happy as well. But a lot of people gloss over that because they don't have the star on the side of the helmet, right? Just as many bad years the Saints had were just as many bad years as Jason Garrett had, believe it or not. Y'all would have been picketing, rioting, throwing things around in Dallas land if the Cowboys went 7-9, 7-9, 7-9. would have been painted with that brush of being an unsuccessful coach. Now, granted, you win one Super Bowl, maybe for 27 more years, you can cheer, 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 and hang around. But when you start talking about a team that needed a Super Bowl and you got the invisible hand and you talking about the aficionados and how they can control a lot of things and you talking about what city need to win to recoup some of the money that they lost during Hurricane Katrina. 
let me quit talking too deep, man. <laughs> Cause there's a lot of people gonna be thinking like law is just conspiracy and he's just really calling the NFL out to be rigged, right? <laughs> Boy, but it did help the economy. For the Saints winning the Super Bowl, although Katrina happened in 06, they were st- still trying to recoup. They was talking about moving. I ain't gonna, let me stop talking about this stuff. Uh, Sadiq was, says, Law, we are, where are the pigeons are? You know, I don't know, man. I don't see them. I don't see them no more today. That's, that's weird. That's weird laughing out loud. Nevertheless, Cowboy Nation, get them likes up. Only 89 likes to 300 people over here, man. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all, come on, man. Get your damn act together. I don't like your attitude. Come on, y'all, hit that like button. Get y'all act together, man. <laughs> uh, the NFL is, it really is rigged. But here's my thoughts on this. Here's my thoughts on this. And I know a lot of people don't like that, that, that talk right here. Influences are very, 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 very real, right? The, the act of influencing, the art of subjective, subjectivity, right? You literally can call holding on any play, right? You literally can look at pass interference. Why did they take it away, huh? See, they appeased the New Orleans fans, but fan base the, the following year because it was an uproar, right? One thing, when you have the unity with the people, they can control the massive, right? So back when there was the P.I. call against the New Orleans Saints, right? And it wasn't called, right, when the guy, whatever the guy named, he bumped through the wide receiver to catch the interception. They cried about it, right? The following year, because of the noise and the echoes of the people, changed the fabrications of the minds, of the NFL. They in, they inserted a rule where you can now review or throw a challenge flag on pass interference brought to you by the people. It they changed because I let let me know that policy can be changed if you echo and yell it out loud enough, right? If you step if you step in on one page and everybody stand tall on something, you can get things done. But the problem is with the Cowboy fan base, we are so divided. We are so far from one another that we will gloss over those things, right? And we will not get things done because we're, our fan base are not as one collective unit like the New Orleans Saints fan base. They said that they're going to stop watching games. They are riot until something happened. And the following year, the following year, The NFL now are using challenge for pass interference brought to you by the New Orleans Saints because their fan base really stuck together. Whereas juxtaposed to the Cowboys fan base, the catch, no no catch, we were all right. We were all right when we said that Dez Bryant caught the ball against Green Bay. He caught it. Why y'all think I'm so mad about the Green Bay game? He literally caught the ball. Pull it in and score. We seen, we showed you guys multiple of other clips that other teams did the same play, right? And, and this is a good it's a good time for me to tell you guys about this. But the Cowboys, oh, the Cowboy fan base is just whining. Get over it. 
Who knows? That could have been our one Super Bowl there, right? We could have beat the Green Bay, went off to Seattle land, beat them, went to the Super Bowl and won, right? Hot Cowboys went in the Super Bowl. It took the NFL literally four years to agree with Law Nation. I was right the day it happened, but it took the NFL four years to say, you know what, they just caught the ball. And I was like, bull sugar, you know. But if we had a collective fan base like, hear me out, like the New Orleans Saints fan base when they was upset and angry about that pass interference that happened that wasn't called, then lo and behold, the rule committee and everything else would have changed the rules during the summertime. Subjective calls now will be looked upon with further review, right? <laughs> but, but we don't have that type of strategy here. We fight amongst each other. Dak Prescott elite. Dak Prescott not elite. We can't win the Super Bowl with Dak. We can't win the Super Bowl with Dak. We, we need a new coach. We don't need a new coach. We need a new GM. We don't need a new GM. We fight every day on every single channel. It's us versus us. And everybody's sitting back eating popcorn, right, and laughing at our Cowboys. Cheering at our misery. <laughs> Swabbling, yeah. Yeah, King Elements. We need a new owner, yeah. <laughs> That's my guy, King Elements. Oh, my God. Shame. <laughs> Shame. Yeah, I feel you, though, King Elliot. I'm just joking at you, man. But you guys get what I'm saying. All right, so that's my thoughts on that. Okay, um, shout out to everyone that was uh, this here. Uh, this is Jerry Jones. Uh, shout out to Kevin Watkins uh, on, on this. Jerry Jones on whether the Cowboys were too pass heavy on Sunday. At Green Bay, we had more plans to be more balanced, right? To be even more balanced. Prescott attempted 46 attempts or 46 passes. Pollard and Davis ran the ball 27 times combined. Now, my guy MJ, who called, he was the last caller yesterday, and he was speaking passionately about, you know, we should have ran the ball 30 times. Well, I don't think three carries may have been a difference, right? But, um, 46 times is way too much for any quarterback to throw the ball around. You got to go into the uh, the efficiency. And I'm not going to start talking Pareto efficiency, uh, mocking all of this stuff and get you guys into a bond with stats and everything. Shout out to y'all who know the Pareto efficiency level, you know. But I'm not finna talk about that, nor I'm finna talk about the law of averages or the uh, the law of diminishing rates of return. I'm not finna go into that situation. But when we go into the Vikings game, what you want to do, and this is no shade or jade on our team, Kirk Cousins. We'll give you one. Kirk Cousins also got a rocket for an arm. He is red hot. He got weapons upon weapons. He got TJ. He got uh, Jefferson, 
hey, you can you can key 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 and laugh about him, but one thing I know for sure, two things for certain, right? He gonna go out there and grab it. I don't care if the ball is on the chin of the moon. He's gonna snatch the ball from the chin of the moon with one hand. He's gonna come down with it. Adam Thielen, he is sneaky with wisdom and knowledge of the game. And they got a running game. Cook, if anybody looking for revenge, looking for revenge, it's Cook. And the best way to slow them down, to not get them in a rhythm, is for us to play defense with our offense. Law, how can you play defense with your offense, Law? And, Law, how can you play defense with your special team unit? It's a road game. Let me break it down. Win time of possession by running the ball. Be efficient with your throws. We don't have to force anything. Stick to the philosophy. Even if it's three players around it, I know it look good, Dak. I know you're greedy. You're reckless, right? You're not a gunslinger, by the way, but you would take the chances in the area where it's three players. You don't have that kind of caliber of wide receiver. Shout out to C.D. Lamb. But C.D. Lamb is going to make that business decision when he sees the safety coming down the field, right? And if you're going to continue to do that, then that is the levels of insanity because nobody is going to bring up, hey, man, you know, that's supposed to be a dig route, C.D. You read the post. They're going to talk about you. Dak and I know pressure is a privilege, but when you throw into three people and there's C.D., Right now, CD done already told you what he's going to do. He's going to check out and make the business decision. Nine times out of ten. So you're fighting for that one time that he's going to catch it in traffic. Stop it. The math is not in your favor for that. Law, do you have any tropes to that? Well, last season, Dak Prescott threw ten interceptions. Where my, where my conspiracy music at? Six out of the ten IATs that you throw was in the area of C. Darius. Lamb. And I not burying CD. I think that he I think the world of him, he improved year to year. But he done already told you who he is. Right? That's just what it is. That's just common sense. You got a hellacious defense when we are up, right? When you're forcing teams to only be one-dimensional, when they got to pass the ball and they're only going to pick on Brown's side or KJ's side, they're not going to pick too much on Trayvon Diggs' side. So you have to put in your mind that I'm not, I got a game within the game. I can't turn the ball over. I can't, if, if, if it's a turnover, it won't be for me, right? I can't squeeze the ball in traffic if I'm going to throw the ball it's going to be on the out and up on the outside where only if it's if it's covered up it's only it's only to the sideline that can catch it or the wide receiver if I if I really need it right and if I'm going across the middle it will have to be 
this guy, and not CD in the area too. It had to be Dalton Schultz, your safety blanket. Law, do you have any truth to that? This is real talk. I can't lie to kick it to y'all, man. Jay Novacek was pivotal in the 90s. They called him Mr. Third Down. That was Troy's guy. Why? He's six foot four, six foot five, big tall target, can take the pounding if somebody's coming down the field. Right? And the playmaker occasionally did it as well. But rarely you'll see somebody with the frame of Alvin Harper catching that drag across the middle or being that safety blanket on third down inside. No. I got to have my bread and butter play. That's all I'm asking for the Cowboys, but you got to play keep away from the Vikings. And the Vikings got also a power game. And the guy the guy got the perfect name for the power game. His name is Ham. <laughs> so when they get down in the goal line situation, they looking for the Cowboys' light body work and said, okay, we are bouncing to the edge with Ham. Ham, Ham can run. <laughs> Ham can run. <laughs> Y'all look him up. So we got to stop the run, and then we got to play complimentary football next game. You don't want to give Kirk Cousins multiple times. And for the life of me, so many people use Kirk Cousins as low-hanging fruit to say that he is a horrible quarterback. I told people last year that Kirk Cousins, if he was on the the, uh, Rams, he would have had him a Super Bowl. Right, So many people like to say, well, Dak Prescott is the black Kirk Cousins and all of this stuff. Kirk Cousins is not a bad quarterback. Where do y'all get this from? Y'all listen too much of the four-ladder and the five-ladder network or, or three-ladder network. He got a good ball. He got a deep ball. Act. He's deep. He's pretty good on the deep ball, right? And he can, he can sling it all over the field. But you got to pressure him, and you got to make him play for comeback. Uh, Shondell says Turpin time. Yes, yes, yep. <clears throat> first and uh, one, first and one, Kellen Moore. Three passes from shotgun. Yeah, <sighs> Kellen Moore sometimes reverting to that, you know. Uh, Cooks and Madison, shout out to him. Both can go optimistically. It's from Flo. I'm not very confident in this game. Wish we were playing in prime time, though. <laughs> Four o'clock is kind of similar close to prime time, right? But Cowboy Nation, I, I really uh, appreciate you guys so much for this episode. I would jump back. I got a meeting to be at uh, in a few, and I just wanted to talk to you guys and analyze the Cowboys' upcoming game and what we did. There will be there will be more film analysis uh, through the week of Demon Clark sacking game. Of course, Sam Williams how he did against the run. We are, we are looking to film on that. Uh, we will also we will also look into the uh, Kelvin Joseph first. Uh, game where he had most most of the snaps there and, and see if we can pick upon there will be um the, the feel good film analysis will be Sam Williams everything else will be uh pretty much me scathing uh over the players and and seeing how we can be better the good the bad the ugly and I know that a lot of people um a lot of people don't like film analysis when we lose, right? They like to gloss over it, and I get it, right? People want to see positive things about their team and refuse to understand the the, the negative things, right? But here's how it goes. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud, too. That was a damn good move by Denzel. 
when he told that dude, when you pray for rain, you got to deal, deal with the mud too. Yeah, you know, um, but he tried. Denzel tried his best in that movie to be reasonable, right? He gave those guys time and time and time again. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud too. Go back and watch that one, man. Go back and watch that one. That movie is is symbolic almost to life. It is. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! In the equal the equalizer is a good situation because he tried to equal things out. What what it was for nine thousand and fifty dollars or something like that? He tried to say, "Hey, man, just take this money, leave her alone." <laughs> he was talking to the mafia people, man. Just just leave the equalizer. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud too. And and again, I think they was Russians. So I'm gonna be real quick with it. They were Russians, right? And and you know uh, he he beat those guys down, and then they went and got their big balls and ha- hired a hitman to, to find out where Denzel people are and and a whole bunch of not, a whole bunch of other nonsense. But Denzel one after one. When you pray for rain, you got to deal with the mud too. <laughs> Boy, that scene right there, that scene, I'm going to go watch it, you know. Uh, But I appreciate everybody for tuning in. Uh, (laughs) It was a real good movie, man. But um, I'm going to have to get on up out of here. Appreciate y'all. One love. Thank those who support this channel. Be sure to hit that like button. Share this content. Let a friend or a neighbor know where to go. Sun shines and rainbows. Let me break this down. When you pray for the rain, you got to deal with the mud. Meaning. That when the rain falls, the terrain is going to be a little slippery. It's going to get a little wet. But you got to deal with it. You got to prepare yourself for it. And the Cowboys, we're not that far off. We're still in third place in this division. But the opportunity slipped away from us. Run the ball, control the clock. Time of possession is how you win, baby. It is. Shout out to you, Twin Empire. Peace, love, and fish grease with you. You're rocking with nothing but the best. Appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Shout out to cousin Lendell. He'll tell you that jumper was wet at the right, Twin. That jumper shoot. Come on. There ain't no party like a cowboy party. Yeah. One love, DC for life. You got to clean up those penalties. You're right. Shout out to your iceberg. Shout out to Coach, Coach Marv, JD from D.C. Blair, appreciate you. Thank you, Sadiqwa. Those are the credits for today. Let's go. Shout out to your king, Asmodeus and G. Lombardi. We need somebody to be last name Landry in here. We need a Jay Landry. Shout to you, though, Jay Lombardi. We need a Landry, too. <laughs> Salute. I'm out. Peace. King Element. Mary Long. Salute.